This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome back to Loose Lips. This is the podcast with me, Sophie Brown. And myself, Robin Richford. I was hosting the uh, Can You Dance Super Convention in Liverpool. I saw this. Saw this on your story. That looked fun. Oh, honestly. Those... Oh, it was basically like, it's like basically like a huge dance competition if you don't know about it. so it's like a super convention so they have like all these regional ones like throughout the year and then this is like the big one that they all come together um in Liverpool and I was hosting it and oh, honestly these little kids are so fierce I'm like there's so much we can learn from like how fearless they are like wow honestly I was just like at what point do you get like self-conscious do you know what I mean like I wonder when that point is that's so true I think fear just anyway in kids it's like because you are you're so fearless when you're younger like with sports and things like that I mean my brother used to BMX and he was literally doing backflips off these ramps and like yeah when does that stop like as a kid you honestly and yeah you don't care what people think it's like like I only feel like I'm really at that point now where I'm starting to not care what people think yeah I don't know what happened to me because I had it for years there's certain things that I would care about but as a general rule like my partner always says that to me all the time well you don't get it because you don't give a fuck what anyone thinks and I'm like well I don't really like but it's funny I actually feel like I went through a little stage maybe like a year ago six months ago where I didn't really care and it really threw me I was like I don't why do I care so much? Like, it, there must have been something, like some catalyst that caused you to feel like that. Like, there must have been something that happened, like whether it was an event or someone said something, or because it can, like, it can be so random where it's set off. I actually think, as well, the pandemic had something to do with it. Yeah. I think it was kind of like I'd got, I don't know what it was. I kind of got so used to kind of being in my house. And also, everything really came to a standstill for me. And then, during the pandemic, I had like this emergency operation, like very microwave version. It was my ovaries, but it was like overnight. It was like quite traumatic for me. Yeah. And then I found that like in my recovery, it probably took about a year and a half in terms of recovery. And that's when I became really self-conscious. Yeah. I guess you're, I guess that's a very vulnerable state to be there. You've had something quite traumatic happen very suddenly. And when you're recovering, like I feel really like ill at the moment. I'm like hyper emotional when I'm ill as well. So I just think that perhaps you were quite vulnerable, like quite emotional for like sensitive even is the word, probably quite sensitive for a prolonged period of time because you were recovering from something not very nice. It wasn't like, you know, you recovered overnight, like because your body works in overdrive. Like, I think we forget this, like when you're ill, yeah, okay, you feel a bit shit or whatever, but really your body's covering a lot of that. Like, I think that sometimes you don't really realize that maybe that was like the aftermath, you feeling certain emotions afterwards. 
Yeah, right. maybe you're right. Like maybe you're like actually more sensitive. So when people say things, you just pick them up a little bit more. Or yeah, maybe it's that because it's so funny. Everyone's like, "Oh, we've got a different perspective now." Because like you know, when things like that happen, people go, "Gosh, you only live once," and like yeah. you know, like oh, you know, make the most of every day. And I was like, "No, <laughs> I'd love to say yes, but yeah. actually, no. It was just fucking awful. I wish it never happened." But anyway, yeah, I don't know how we got into that from the kids at the weekend, but it was great. And yeah. I love Liverpool. Oh my god, it's so such a cool city I need to go there more it's honestly it's like 45 minutes on the train you know from Manchester not far at all I've done a few things been for some food and stuff I've not done like a proper proper night out everyone says I should I'm at an event there though next weekend that I'm quite excited about I love it down by the docks it's so beautiful Mm -hmm. the people are so friendly I find them so funny you're not going are you to the kiss thingy no, no, I'm oh. not. But I thought that's what you were talking about, the haunted house party. Yeah, it yeah. was. Oh, shame. It was so much fun last year. I'm excited for a Halloween event. I didn't think I was going to like dress up this year. I had different plans and stuff and I thought oh, I might not do anything. And then I got the invite and I was like, yay. <laughs> My friend Tatum, she presents on Kiss and she she obviously goes every year, does the footage and mm. all the stuff. And she went like a, like a little pixie or something last year. And I thought, cute. No, I met her last year and some of the like other Kiss presenters like Jordan and Sam and stuff it was an event like it was just after maths and it was the one where me and Shanita went and she was also on the show and we just had such a good time and it was like a proper red carpet like you know when they had people interviewing and stuff like Gemma Collins was there there was big Netflix people big music people and I was like ah yeah (laughs) I think it's so cool that they do that because they kind of like really own Halloween in that way don't they Kess it's great Mm. Um, and I quite like as well that they like put it around the country that's really cool yeah so we were in London last year and then yeah Liverpool this year so I'm excited I just put a very last minute post on my story today saying are any makeup artists available <laughs> oh girl you gotta be looking good there'll be I'm someone there'll Hopefully. be someone anyway should we get into it let's do this our topic of the week is moving <laughs> we're not moving anywhere we should probably clarify that we're talking about houses this is more of an update really isn't it <laughs> We're just going to catch up on this one and see where things go. Like, I think we've both got updates because we spoke about your bloody fucking traumatic (laughs) flat hunting experiences. Um, Oh, update, never rent a flat in Glasgow. Horrific. (laughs) So now, I don't know, have I told you that stuff? We're not renting anywhere. I'm just going to buy one. Yeah, you've said, yeah, yeah, yeah. To be honest, the idea was always to buy, but I thought we'll Mm. rent something for six months just before we buy. But then it took months to try and find a rental that I just gave up. (laughs) And actually, I think that was a really good decision because I didn't think about the fact that I was moving to a city that like, I don't have a huge network in anymore. You know, like I was just kind of had this in my head, like, the kind of flat I wanted but I was like I'm gonna rent well I wait and stuff like that and I do sometimes mm. think things like that do happen for a reason you know what I mean and I'm like yeah. actually I would have been really lonely and actually it's been really nice having my family around you you did a huge thing and you moved to another city you also started a new job that was big time you know like I think the fact that you've probably had that kind of like safe space with your mm. parents almost has probably helped a lot more because to do all those things in one it's a lot and I've been lonely in the city before like in Manchester there's been times I've been super lonely because I've like left a job and that's meant that I've not had that group of friends anymore which is like didn't think much of it at the time and then I was like fuck that was literally like most of my friends yeah. that now like I just don't see in the same way that I did and it's it's a huge thing and it really it really does affect you so I think that I agree and everything happens for a reason I think that's probably worked out 
for the best. Yeah, I actually really do think that. Um, whereas I was, I was kind of just so against it because I moved out when I was like seventeen, so I haven't lived with my parents since I was seventeen. Mm. So I just genuinely thought, oh, well, that I just cannot do that, you know. <laughs> like I was just like, no, yeah. love them so much, but no. But actually, I'm very pleasantly surprised. Yeah, how's how's it going? Yeah, like how's it really going? Would you say it's been difficult, or do you think actually it's been all right now you're older? I think it's been absolutely fine. I mean, I don't know if mm. they'd agree. <laughs> I don't know if you do get to a point in your life though that you do appreciate your parents a bit more like I think you start to understand their motivations a little bit more and be a little bit more compassionate and realize that they're just human and I think that kind of comes when you get to your late 20s there's never been really once that I've kind of sat there like oh my gosh you know it's it's been really nice and also as well I think that I kind of took a moment and was like when else am I going to have this time with my family like I've never lived with my sister so my sister there's a huge age gap between us oh yeah yeah so my sister was born when I moved to London so she's still at home full time yeah 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 because she's only 12 gosh so you've got like a kid it's like a yeah kid in yeah. the house that's like proper family dynamic yeah. then still it's not even like you coming back as an adult you've actually got like yeah. a much much younger sibling okay interesting if you hadn't have done this you'd have never experienced that or lived with your sister and your old parents like well that. this is what I mean so, yeah because it was only yeah. ever me my brother my whole life my brother's obviously moved out and my sister was born just so like it was just such a big gap between us all it's like 14 years or something like that yeah so actually it was really nice because I was like oh actually this is like special time that I get to bond with her and she's kind of at that age where she's kind of becoming a teenager now and so it's it's really quite sweet so yeah I've had a really yeah. nice time actually but we found basically we have found a flat <gasps> as of yesterday we have found one by the way why does no one tell you how to buy a house like what the actual I know I honestly don't even know where to start what killed me because basically I have a flat on the other side of town that we've been trying to sell I say I it's my parents that invested in the flat but I took it on I did all of the paperwork and everything like that the flat's actually in my name it's a bit of a complicated situation but I've tried to buy it twice but because of the cladding on there I think we've spoken about this yes. before I can't get a mortgage on it I've tried I've tried yeah. so the only thing we can do now really is try and sell it and we've been trying to do that for years we think touch wood that we have a buyer and it's hopefully going to go through in the next sort of week or so but but no one prepares you for the amount of admin. Like when we tried to sell it again, like it's not even just buying it, like selling it. Mm-hmm. I was doing all the paperwork in my flat and I, I actually hit a point where I was like, I actually, can't, I actually can't do this. I don't know what the fuck this <laughs> is. I don't know what this material is on this brick, 74,000 bricks up the building. Like I don't know what you're talking about. And they sent me loads of them back. Like you've not answered this, this, this. And I was like, yeah, because I don't fucking know. So... <laughs> I'm not an expert so I get it like I think it's just a pure admin and stuff involved scary prospect moving that much money as well well this is it and I was like what comes first the chicken or egg do you get a mortgage in principle and then do you look for the flat or do you find the flat and then you know how much the mortgage as you need and that was enough for my brain to go go bubble and then it just happens to be that we found the flat earlier than I kind of thought we would so anyway we find one and the offer has not been accepted like it's literally found it yesterday but it's like you got a mortgage broker and then they do all the bets and they're like we'll look after everything they kind of do but they don't they just give you a list of stuff to do 
this is the thing. They very much like, they're great, but then it's like, you get an email and it's like, this, this, this. Like I had a request the other day that was like, do you have this certificate from when you bought it? And I was like, "Mm, from 2018. (laughs) And I literally couldn't find it. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, it's hard to keep track of everything. And then, and then you have the whole other thing. So this is actually really funny. So we'd basically gone to view this flat, right? Basically turned up to the flat. We saw the like for sale sign outside. So we knocked on the door and the guy was like, hi, come in. And I was like, oh, I really like it in here. I was like, but it's bigger than I imagined. And I was like, it needs a lot of work, like a lot of work. And I was like, gosh, there's nothing like the photos. I was thinking they must have used the photos from when, like before, you know what I mean? Like maybe they used it like from when they bought it, like their old, old photos. And then I came out and it's the wrong bloody flat. So... I'm in the wrong flat. Was it even the same building? It was like, so it's in Glasgow, they've got these big like sandstone, like high ceiling flats, oh. so to speak. But it, so it was like in like three down from the the actual door I was supposed to go in. Easily done. That one didn't end up being the one, did it? Swear. Shut up. Stop. Oh my God, that's fate that is. <gasps> How funny is that? Oh my gosh. We went round it and I was just like, it was ma- like, it's massive. Like you play football in the hall, like such mm. a big hallway. It's so odd. Like the biggest room I swear is like the hall. So it feels more like a house. It's got like a garden. You've got your own front door and like, it's nice. I've we'd been looking at a flat basically because of like the area I want to live in is mostly flats. Do you know what I mean? Just because it's right. in town. And so, yeah, so we'd kind of like gone round it and I was just a bit concerned that it would be too much work. And my partner was just kind of going round and he, he's like, so he like works in like film and theater um so he's not very like how do I put it politely like he's not he's not very like trademan like do you know yeah like he's not like a man's man in that way he's kind of going around and he's like oh it'd be fine like it just needs cleaned and stuff so I'm not like fully trusting him and so I asked my dad to come so I was like dad can you come with me so me and my dad went back yesterday I said I just want you to tell me like you know how much is this actually going to cost is it doable can get rid of the mold and it was the funniest thing. So like when we and Mark went round, we just kind of like walked around and we like just saw things. Oh, that looks all right. You know, that sort of thing. No, my dad was on his hands and knees crawling under the flat. <laughs> Stop. Honestly, he says to the owner, it may, he got access to like under the flat. And he was like, yeah, we do actually. I've got a basement. Uh, and down in the basement, like you can go, you, you know, you can access the whole underneath the flats he was crawling with his phone to see where the mold was coming from the thing is that's what you need like this is the thing like it's like when you're buying a car or anything sometimes you're like oh my god this is embarrassing the amount you know but it's like no wait this is so important because I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about and this will be it's such a scary concept you like like with the cladding yeah. on mine we had no idea about that no one warned us or anything even though it was a, a part of it already you could buy into a fucking extreme mold situation and then you'd be stuck with that and it would it's awful so good on him <laughs> like you know I was just standing there like and I was going redder and redder by the moment <laughs> this is the thing I don't know anything about this my dad is kind of good at this stuff like he's more like good at project managing the situation like when he's renovated houses and things he's very much been the person but he's very good at getting the right people involved he's a supervisor kind of guy yeah, you know, exactly, yeah. exactly. Like the voice of reason and he's the one that makes it happen. But you need like the actual expert. Like he knows how who to bring in if like he has a problem. Mm-hmm. And that's what you need. You need to know who you like people are. Like like with, you know, cars and stuff like that. Because people just know what they're doing. And you can so easily get like mugged off or, you know, people might just want to be quickly selling somewhere. And yeah, you don't want to end up with the issues. 
you know, I think the owner was just like, you know, who is this guy? Because like, I was just thinking if this was my house and someone's like, can I just crawl underneath it? I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> but I reckon the guy was probably like, oh gosh, this guy knows, you know, what he's doing. But yeah, like he was just asking questions. Yeah. Um, so just a little thing, if anyone's ever buying a house and there is maybe a potential mold if it's on the home report or whatever it might be, um, a really good question to ask is like, when was it last plastered apparently? Ooh. I didn't ask that obviously but my dad was like when was the last plaster and the guy was like oh 10 years ago and my dad was like oh you'd be absolutely fine because you can tell that like the mold slowly working its way up then and basically yeah. because it's an internal wall you can just knock it down and rebuild it without it sort of thing or I still don't know <laughs> so yeah that was that's our process so we found one basically but it does need work and it's just always that thing of like the only reason I would like the one that does need work is because it's got it's like own front door and garden that's yeah I can see why like I'd love to have that would be unreal that's it because I just think all these new builds as well like they tend to like squeeze as many flats in to like one space as you can so like actually in terms of like your square footage and stuff it's not a huge space but I guess the only benefit is is like you can just move in and bring a sofa yeah exactly well the thing is there's a huge difference between like renting somewhere and buying somewhere like obviously when you're buying somewhere you 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 do look at the like the longer term picture even if you're not looking to stay there forever when you're renting it you tend to be in and out like especially like I'm in a real you know new build building and I you know sign a contract for however long but to be honest like stuff pops up all the time in Manchester um, you know I might be like oh no I fancy a chain of change of scenery like I go and live in one of the other buildings how has your move been so so very traumatic at the time I basically was in a two-bed apartment and I loved it it was beautiful it had an amazing view of the city but too many things happened in that apartment it was just cursed it was cursed. <laughs> I had the thing with my flatmate I forget we spoke about on the podcast where the guy that I moved in with, a really good friend, we ended up getting a bit romantic and it all went a bit downhill, which always happens. God, Are you guys still friends? Yeah, we're That's friends. That's great. He's moved to London though. He's London, so I don't see him oh, very okay. much. Like I haven't seen him at all, but we're not, not friends. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't see him very often. Actually, I've not seen him at all. <laughs> oh, wait. No, I think I did once. Anyway, it's all good. And then I had this situation with the housemate that I found on Spare Room. Mm-hmm. He turned out to um, steal all my stuff. So we had that situation. And then I had two guys that were able to get into my flat. I love that you just glossed over that. Mate, the non-closure I have about that situation. Here's some tea. I saw her the other night in town, actually. Um, oh, no. And... She pushed me in this bar and then she oh. phoned me like five times on an unknown number later on and then said that she's going to send her brother to find me. So that's been relayed to the police again. Wait, what? Yeah. It's- oh my gosh. See, this is the thing, isn't it? When you move on with strangers. Do you think that like they're going to be fine? But like, I know people can't get on, but like this is next level. Like this is ridiculous. But that happened the other day. It's oh just God, insane. So. Again, though, again, with this whole gut feeling thing, like, it's difficult. Like, I feel like if you're doing something like that, it's a huge thing to move in with someone. But basically, after that, yeah, I had this other thing where two guys gained access to my flat somehow at five in the morning when I was asleep and I was in there by myself. So that happened. So then I've moved into a one bed, which is so much better. I used to live in my old flat for like four years and I lived by myself, but that's when I was a bit lonely because that flat was like quite old. I didn't know really people in the building, like maybe a couple, I didn't hang out with them. No like amenities, you know, there's no like pool or like not even a communal area kind of thing or anything like that. But then this building is like much more communal. You've got 
like restaurants, you've got a terrace, a gym, like a pool. Like it's, you know, I've met so many like amazing people here. So it just feels completely different. But I don't know why I lived with anyone. Yeah. I love living by myself. It, I just needed to change, I think, where I was in town and like, you know, the type of building that I was in. Yeah, well, it's actually funny because I guess what you're living in now is kind of like this new thing that they've kind of created. It's almost like a long-term hotel in a way, isn't it? it- it feels like a service department I don't know how to explain it but I imagine they're doing it because a lot more people are single into their kind of like 30s now and or maybe not starting a family until later and so actually there's a demand for like I guess a bit of a community yeah like you say kind of having space to do things communally and like meet people in the building and it's almost like a bougie student accommodation isn't it it is when I come back from not being here for a while I just take it all in again and I'm like it's crazy you know every cushion is like fluffed to the same you know thing all the time you know it always smells the same and there's like all you know the people that work there and it's crazy it is it is like service hotel service department like that's the vibe you can get like iv drips and stuff like there's a service for that you can obviously get your laundry done and everything and they just come and pick it up so it's wild but this is the thing a lot of young people are just in the rental market like they're not buying at the moment no. at all no they're not because there's a lot of people in this building that are kind of like entrepreneurs business owners and that kind of thing and it lends itself well to that because it's got like amazing working spaces and, and also just for networking you know you're in amongst a lot of other similar people and it is it's like a generation of renters hello my name is mark thompson your guide aboard the constellation station podcast Tune in every Monday for your weekly guide to all things going on in the skies above the UK that week. From meteor showers to comets and eclipses to supernova explosions, I will have it all. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast or wherever you get your podcasts from. But until then, let's hope for some clear skies. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Yeah, it's really interesting. It's almost like people don't see the value in buying now, do they? I know so many people that I know move to Dubai. So many people, you know, move out to Bali. You know, all they want to do six months here, six months there, like 
they're just not looking to be tied down by a mortgage and stuff. There's like a, almost like a kind of European approach to it because they're quite similar. Like in Germany, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Netherlands have a really high like kind of like rental Ooh. culture, if that's what you like want to call it. But yeah, slightly different where people value freedom and like the kind of movement of kind of like up and go when you need and stuff like that a bit more than they ever did really I also think as well like with the interest rates as they are you're essentially paying rent anyway my only thing here is just like I obviously moved into this building in a two bed and I was sharing and that was what I anticipated doing and it was a huge jump up like finances wise and then now I'm in a one bed by myself so I'm even more like shit and it is frustrating because if you think how much money it is but then to be fair now I'm like working from home and stuff a lot more I am spending the time here and I do want it to be like a nice place. And I, I do like the people here and the fact that I've got all of the, yeah, like the pool and spa and stuff. So, and, and you think as well, like if you join like a David Lloyd or something, it's like 150 quid a month now, some of them. Like it's insane. Also, can I just say, I'm obsessed with the fact you've got a pool and a spa. I have not been to the pool for ages. It's so bad. Like this is the thing. Oh. When it's on your doorstep, you do, I thought I'd go all the time. But we've got a sauna and a steam room I think which I don't love I get too hot in those but I like the pool <laughs> and then I, I think we got an email the other day actually saying that they are going to use some of the rooms as treatment rooms so we are going to have like treatments and stuff so that'll be cool. what sofa's living and like an adult playground right now this is wild I sometimes do realize I'm like do you know what last year I did some content before maths was going to come out like with a, a like personal branding company and they did some pictures of me and we did some in this building and yeah I just remember at the time being like I want to live here and so it's nice to be like okay now I'm here but yeah I think sometimes I just like when I bring people here I forget that it is pretty cool and I'm like yeah yeah I remember looking at one of those just for me and I was thinking oh actually living alone I'd feel quite safe there is that aspect as well I think I'd feel safer I mean I struggle with that anyway just because I'm a bit of a scaredy cat like I get I don't know I'm always like that like if I go stay in a hotel even though it's all locked and everything I just get a bit scared by myself but um I have a ring doorbell and stuff like that so that's definitely helped but these type of buildings yeah like you've got so many flats on each floor as well well not loads but like you know, and so many floors, like these things are like skyscrapers. So it's, you know, you do feel, you do feel safe. And also as well, I'm pretty sure when we were chatting like about moving and things like that, I was telling you about my um, trying to find new friends. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. You did the pottery thing or whatever. Stop. Honestly, Soph, I've got like a little girl gang now. It's so cute. Stop. No, you don't. I know. So like we anyone that missed that episode I was basically saying how I was trying bumble for friends but basically yeah we got like a little group of us we went to pottery I wasn't too sure if that was gonna be a vibe but it actually was to be fair and then we all went out for like brunch and ended up in a bar getting drunk and now the rest is history oh my gosh right guys this is living proof that you need to put yourself out there like that so if you guys have moved to a new place try it try it I've kind of been quite open about it because I'm just like it like I moved to a new city any pals it's amazing the kind of like like-minded people that you find on there like people that are kind of mm. late 20s early 30s that are maybe either just out of a long-term relationship so maybe a lot of their friends were kind of like associated with their partner or they've just moved to a new city like me and yeah that's basically the girls that I've kind of met and it's actually so good I really like it even if it's just one night a month I'm like it's just one it's just another night isn't it where you've just got different fresh faces and also I got loads of friends through work as well um and obviously all my southern friends as well but it's just 
having some people just around this city really helps even though I'm hardly bloody here but when I am here it's really nice (laughs) yeah well exactly and it's nice to have new like fresh friends I think when you get older friendship is a really difficult thing because you have your really close friendships you you do lose some friendships because I think Mm. especially as you get older you kind of realize like who really is your friend and who isn't. And when you're younger, you just kind of go along with things. But actually, some of those friendships can be quite damaging as you get older. And I think sometimes you have to let stuff go. But it's also important to like bring new connections on. Like, you know, you don't want to have no new friends. Like it's nice to, to have new faces and things like that and new experiences. I think that friendships are just very different as you get older. But it's nice to surround yourself with new people because even if it doesn't work out as a friendship I think it's important to kind of keep making those connections because otherwise you can just have your friends and never deter like away from them ever yeah it can get quite stagnant can't it I always say to my partner I'm like you need to nurture these relationships like I don't think men are as good at that like if they're not and they're kind of immediate every single day thing they're not very good at nurturing Mm -hmm. and I was like it's definitely something that I've learned through the years I can meet someone at an event really click with them and be like oh they're so nice and then years later I'm like what whatever happened to that person I just well I never nurtured it I never asked if they wanted yeah. to go out I never said oh you know I'm in town let's go out or you know and I realize now the older I get like how important it is to actually kind of check in with those people and I'm not really a texter I think I've spoken about that before so because yeah. of that I always <laughs> like to kind of meet up with people because that's kind of my way of like kind of nurturing that whereas I know some people you know they're happy with just the like how's things yeah I think actually nurturing the friendships that you make my friend sent me a meme that was so good and it was like everyone always goes on about their longest friend or like their oldest friend can we normalize like that person you met in your 20s that you now couldn't live without and it's like it's so true yeah that is so true I think you're right you have to nurture those friendships like the thing is those people that you've known for years you have that bond over like those old experiences and things like that. It's kind of like those friends you don't see for years, but you went to school with. And when you see them, it's like nothing's changed. But the ones that you meet later on, I think those are the ones that you almost bond with more because it's probably people that you are hanging out with more Mm -hmm. because they're probably in your local area or at work or something like that. But like for someone like like me, obviously I'm single, like my friendships are hugely important to mm-hmm. me. And I put a lot on friendships, like probably too much sometimes, but I really struggle when they break down. Like, especially if I meet someone new and I think, oh my God, I'm going to be really good friends with them. And then it just doesn't work out like that. Like it's, it's really upsetting. Like yeah. it's like a relationship breaking down. Like for me, I think now I take a bit more of a step back. Like I don't put everything into it because I think, you know, just work it out first because they might not be kind of like looking for that same thing or I also find that I meet people I think they're amazing and then when I get to know them a bit more I realize that actually we're not on the same page about some things and I'm like shit I've really really gone <laughs> hell ever with this friendship and then I'm like oh my god I actually don't agree with this or I'm not really do you know what I mean it's really hard I was talking to one of my friends about this actually a couple of weeks ago we kind of got into I don't know how we got into it, but we're talking about actual friendships and things like that and she was saying I find it hard when I'm not fully alive you know with people but then it's kind of I look at it now slightly differently where I look at it like well it's not like you're looking for a partner right where you really need to be aligned in every single value it's okay to have friends that perhaps 
you've got 60% or 70% in common with or that you're aligned in those ways and then there's like 30% that you, you're just completely different or actually you disagree like you know you've got your friends that you know that are going to come out to every festival with you your friends that yeah. you you know you lean on in times that you really need them and so it's okay yeah. for like newer friends to almost just be you know socializing friends or you know it doesn't need to be it doesn't need to be so deep yeah no I'm with you there I think that's such a good point like there are friends for different things and it's really important to have that because like sometimes I'm like I want to go on like a really not like a bougie night out but like a get dressed up put my heels on and, and like sometimes I'm like oh you know I've got friends that like being a lot more casual and I'm like oh I just want someone mm-hmm. so then when I've got someone in my life that really likes to do that I'm like it's just pretty it's nice and I think that it's important to have people or you've got like that person that you would just go around and have a takeaway with and chat shit and you know that probably is like a school friend mm-hmm. or whatever that you just like you can talk about the most random stuff all evening do you know what I saw actually I literally saw this earlier a video they were asked about friendships or relationships or something like that and they were like you've got to think of your family relationships as well like friendships it was like get to know your family like like what they like and what they don't like and things like that and I was like do you know, that's really interesting. And they were like, not just think of it as your mum. And I just thought, that's so true. Like, they are people. Like, they lived a life. I've got a bit west here, but like... <laughs> no, I don't are, know what you mean. They are people. Like, you're living with your parents at the moment, but like, we see them as our parents or like, you know, I've got a brother as well. I just see my brother. But I forget that my parents have lived like a whole life like I did mm. prior to having me. And they had likes and dislikes and different friendships and whatever. And it's crazy. And we probably should get to know our family on that level that we do like our friendships. And actually, probably nurture it like we nurtured like the friendships because there is sometimes like just taken for granted like well they're always going to be there whereas actually we should probably like you say like let's go for lunch and let the two of us and get to know each other yeah. a bit more <laughs> get to know can you imagine <laughs> mum let's get to know you well that's our little moving update um we got into friendships there because I guess where you live is such a big part of that like when you're kind of moving and how that's going to impact the rest of your life and things like that but yeah our update is Soph is all sorted she's happy she is living her bougie spa life <laughs> oh yes bar my ex-housemate but yeah yeah and I have found the flat so I am going through the process of buying it I'm sure there'll be another update for sure we'll do moving part three when Robin's uh completed at this rate it'll be part 33 I'm not even joking I'm like yeah so uh, it's now time to move back to London and did I end up doing it (laughs) now bloody hell well I mean thanks everyone for coming along the journey we will keep you updated but um, yeah, if you want to contact us, we do have our extra lippy episode where we look at your dilemmas, stories, issues, anything like that. And we give you our advice. You can send them into at the Loose Lips Podcast or contact at looselipspodcast.com. Beautifully done. So well done. That email, that flipping email. They changed the email, guys, and I keep forgetting what it is. <laughs> They did change it like months ago, but here we are. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Let's just, okay. Contact at the loose podcast.com. Okay. Beautiful. And we will see you on Friday for Extra Lippy. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.